So we are in the middle of this uh, series called the Red Letter Challenge. And again, we started this uh, a, a few weeks ago. Today is week four. And again, as we look at the Red Letter Challenge, there are two parts to this. First is the red letters. Okay, and red letters are in your Bible. On, on a lot of Bibles, if they're a red letter edition Bible, they have the, the words of Jesus are printed in red. Anytime that Jesus speaks, okay, then those words are printed in red. Now, not every Bible is like that. And if, if yours isn't like that, it's okay. It, it has the same, the same verses, the same commands, the same teachings of Jesus. But um, it was meant to highlight and focus on how um, all of Scripture centers on Jesus and on his teachings. They, and, and on the fact that he is our chosen Messiah, that he, he was sent to earth by God to live a sinless life, to die on a cross, rise again on the third day, so we can be saved. Okay, and with that is in those teachings and, and these parables and these different experiences that Jesus um, had and shared while he was here on earth, he taught us what it looked like to truly serve God. Okay, so the, the, the first part of this is the red letters of, 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 again, what does Jesus say? And then the challenge part is to actually live out what Jesus tells us to do with our lives. Okay, and, and, and again, we've been focusing on these different things, these different areas of his teaching throughout these different weeks. Um, we started on, on, the, on the first day and, and just talking about how if we shoot at the wrong things, right, that our effort is worthless, right? If, if we can be completely successful at something, but if it's the wrong thing, then it's not going to help our lives. And we saw in Jesus' teachings, he gave us five specific targets for us to shoot at, to, to focus on in our lives. And we, then we saw in the first one is being with Christ, being a follower of Christ, being his child, and how our identity changes when we accept Christ as our Savior. Hey, then, then the next one, which we looked at last week, the next step of our faith, the second target to work on is forgiveness. Right, it's saying, can I be with Christ and then can I live out forgiveness? We saw how forgiveness starts right with myself as I receive Christ as my Savior and continue to move forward and be able to receive forgiveness for myself and as well as forgiveness for others. And we saw again last week that forgiveness is a linchpin of our faith. And now today we move on to the next attribute, which is serving. And as we look at serving today, the big idea of serving that we get out of Jesus' teaching is that the motivation behind what you do is more important than what you do. Okay, the motivation behind what you do is more important than what you do. Again, Jesus gives us lots of things to practically do in our lives. And yet, we start with being with Christ, and we start in receiving forgiveness and giving forgiveness, and then we move into doing the things that he calls us to do. But it has to be an overflow of our being and our receiving that forgiveness before we start doing. Okay, because our motivation is far more important than what we actually do. Yeah, I believe that Jesus is more interested in us fulfilling the spirit of the law than the letter of the law. And, and when we think about that, serving others invites you into a life that is bigger than yourself. And again, that is, again, the, the core of the gospel message is that life isn't really about me at all. As our world and our culture says, look out for number one, but yet, you know, God tells us that we live for him, not for ourselves. So as we realize that, right, is that, again, the, the Bible tells us very clearly that Jesus himself led by example and was a servant. And he served um, 
again, all of us through his teachings and through the different things that he did. So this morning, I want to look at three different times that Jesus shows us what it means to be a servant. Okay, so the first story we're going to look at is in Matthew chapter 20, verses 24 through 28. Matthew chapter 20, 24 to 28. Okay, and if you have your Bible with you, I invite you to open with me to Matthew chapter 20. If you don't, there are Bibles provided for you in the seats that you are welcome to use. Uh, and you'll notice on the outline uh, is, is the page number of where you can find this passage in those Bibles. Okay, but Matthew chapter 20, and we are going to read verses 24 through 28. Matthew 20, starting at verse 24. Okay, where it says, When the ten other disciples heard that James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Again, the setting up of this story was the disciples sitting around arguing about who was going to get to sit at the right and the left of, of Jesus in heaven. It was them sitting down, and, and again, their focus, their motivation was still on themselves. Okay, and yet, the other disciples heard this, and obviously, they got a little upset, right, about this request. And as they're asking, like, hey, can I sit at your right hand? Can I sit at your left hand? And then Jesus comes back to them and says, guys, that's the way the world does it, right? The world says, look out for myself, right? But then Jesus says, right in the middle of this, he uses this phrase. He says, but among you, it will be different. Right? And he says, because you are going to be a servant. And it says, then Jesus leads the way right, in being a servant. Because being a servant is countercultural. Okay? And when, first, when we realize that, okay, that being a servant is countercultural. Okay? And again, why, what motivation do we have for being different? Okay? Our motivation behind that is that we want to serve. Jesus, because he has served us. Because we first were served by him, now we have the motivation to serve others through him. Again, how did Jesus serve us? Well, he provided a way of salvation. Right, go back to the being part, go back to the forgiving part. That's how he led by example. Right, we see in verse 28 when he says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And you know, one of the most amazing things about that verse is realizing again, even the context of that is that Jesus had every right to be exalted. And yet, he became a servant and he humbled himself. Right? It's the first way that Jesus shows us what it means to truly be a servant. Because when we serve people, we're not just thanking Jesus for what he did for us. We're actually stepping into our God-given identity as a servant, as we follow his example. Okay, the next story I want to share with you comes out of John chapter 4, verses 31 and 34. So flip over to the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 4, okay, and we are going to read verses 31 through 34. 
Okay, now just to set up this story as you're turning, again, this is a story, this is a very famous story of Jesus as he interacts with a Samaritan woman at the well. Okay, again, Jesus was here with his disciples. He, um, he, they're traveling between these towns, and then he stays. The disciples go into the town to get some food. Okay, and then Jesus just, hey, I'm just going to hang out here. And he has this interaction with the Samaritan woman, which, again, we don't have time to go into to how crazy this story was. But, again, I encourage you, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with the story, go back and read it. Okay, but then let's read, again, kind of the conclusion of this story as the disciples come back to Jesus uh, in verse 31 through 34, where it says, Meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus, Rabbi, eat something. But Jesus replied, I have a kind of food that you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? The disciples asked each other. And then Jesus explained, My nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. And again, I want to point out this to say is, is, again, the disciples were often confused at what Jesus really was doing and what he was really teaching them. Okay, this is another moment where we see the disciples are confused, right? They come back with food. They come back. Their mind is on physical nourishment that Jesus needs. Okay, and they come back with food from the town. They see him talking to this woman, interacting with her, and people coming to him now and, and asking all kinds of questions, and, and he's ministering to them and, and forgiving their sins and doing miracles with them. And they come to him, and they're like, Jesus, you haven't eaten forever. You need to eat. And, he, and then he tells them, guys, it's not about physical food. Right? He's saying, I am more fulfilled now than I will ever be. Okay, and, and again, Jesus is teaching them that nothing fulfills you more than serving others. Okay, nothing fulfills you more. Again, notice what does Jesus tell them in verse 34? He says, then Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. He's saying, you will never be more fulfilled than when you live into your God-given purpose 100%. Now, again, your purpose overflows out of your being, right, and out, and out of the progress in your faith, and, and then we move to doing it, and again, God has a purpose for all of us to fulfill. Okay, he gives us spiritual gifts in order to enable us to fulfill whatever role that is that he's given us to fulfill, but you will never be more fulfilled than when your service is, is overflowing of your faith and you are fulfilling what God has called you to do. Okay, what he's called you to do is different than what he called me to do, right? It's different than what he called Cassie to do and, and, and all these other people that we've, we've heard from today in their faith. Your faith is different than theirs, but it is perfect for you. And you will never be more fulfilled, okay, than when you are serving others through those God-given gifts and doing exactly what God created you to do. Right? And when that happens, there's more peace in your heart and in your life than you will ever experience in any other way. Okay, so we see in these two interactions with Jesus, the last one. Okay, we're going to flip back to Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, okay, verses 14 and 16. Okay, as we look back at this passage, okay, is this, again, is another very famous passage of Jesus from the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, and in this passage, okay, Jesus is talking about how countercultural we will be if we truly live into live out our faith. 
right, are full of his spirit and, and, then, and then live out our purpose that he's given us. And he talks about us being salt and light in this world. Okay, and then I want to read specifically the verses 14 through 16 where he talks about being light. So Matthew chapter 5, picking up at verse 14, when he says, You are the light of the world, and like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. And in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Now, did you catch the end of that last verse? Right, where Jesus says that if you serve people, they will see your good deeds. They'll see what you are doing in Jesus' name, but the focus isn't going to be on you at all. Right, they're going to see what you do, but then, but it will glorify God. Right? They will see your deeds, but yet it will put glory on him. Right? As we see that in verse 16, he says, In the same way that your good deeds shine out for all to see, people will notice that your life looks different because you're not going the way of the world. Right? It will be different among you. Right? He says, so Let your good deeds shine in this world so that everyone will not praise you for your good deeds, but praise your heavenly Father. Right, that they will see your actions and say, why is that person different? Right, and the answer to that question is because God has made me different. Because God has changed my life. Because God has transformed me. God has given me a different motivation in life. So again, as, as, you, as you hear this, right, know that, again, we do not do things to earn our salvation. Right, you can never do enough good works to earn your way to heaven. It's impossible. Which is why God sent Jesus to this earth, right? To be our sacrifice, the payment for our sin, so that we can be saved and we can be transformed by his spirit. And when we think about service, we need to, again, realize I cannot save myself because of my good deeds. Okay, you cannot save yourself but you can help save someone else by serving Christ. You can't save yourself by serving, but you can help save someone else because someone will look at your life and say, wow, there's something different about your life, right? It's different among you, right? Why do you make that sacrifice? Why do you do that? Hey, and then that's our opportunity again for them to see Christ, not us, right? What, what an opportunity we have, right? Is it... Through our actions, we can point other people to Jesus. Right, as we realize that, again, um, if, if we truly do that, if, if God, again, God has wired you a way to serve him, you will never be more fulfilled than when you serve. Especially if you serve in the right place. Which brings us then to the key for service this morning. And that is this, is to use your gifts, your talents, and personality to contribute to God's kingdom. Okay, God has made you exactly the way you are on purpose. Okay, your personality, your spiritual gifts, right? The things that interest you, your, your talents, all of those things. God made you the way you are on purpose, but he also made you for a purpose. 
Right? And this means that as I grow in my faith, that as I continue to be with Christ, as I receive forgiveness and give forgiveness, that I get to the point in my life where I'm ready to make the next step of my faith and start serving in Jesus' name. Right? And start to contribute to God's kingdom. Okay? And as we do that, though, we cannot neglect right, being with Christ, but yet do those things out of an overflow of our faith. And when we do that, that means I'm going to use my gifts and talents and personality to contribute to God's kingdom, which means I've got to find the right place to serve. Okay, because we can serve outside of our gifts, and, and if we serve outside of our gifts or outside of our personality, you will be miserable, right? and you will not be as effective as you need to be. Okay, and, and as we talk about journey classes, right, that's part of journey class three is all focused on your personality, your spiritual gifts, and where you are supposed to serve. Okay, and so one, it shows you where you're supposed to serve, and it also shows you where you should not serve. Right, and it gives you permission to, to, to say no to certain roles and to say, you know what, that's not how God made me. That's not how God wired me. Right, and it's actually going to be better off for God's kingdom if I don't volunteer for that role. Right, and so as we realize that, again, if you're working through those, if you're ready to that, I encourage you to get to journey class three, right, and to, and to see that. And, and again, God will open your eyes to where you should serve, right, and also where you should not serve. Okay, as, as we see that, again, this example that Jesus gives us, the, these three quick lessons that he teaches us about service in our life, and as are we shooting at that target in our life? Okay, I want to end today with this final thought that comes out of Colossians chapter three. Verses 23 and 24, where it says to work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. Again, no matter what we do, no matter where we serve, the focus needs to remain on Jesus Christ. He is the destination of our journey. Right? And our service, again, is the overflow of our faith. Right? As we contribute to his kingdom, we continue to grow in our own faith as well. And we start the cycle of consuming the things of God and contributing to his kingdom. With that challenge, again, the, the obvious challenge to us this morning then is where are you in your faith journey? You know, are you ready to serve? If you are, where are you going to serve? Right? And yet, um, but I encourage you, you don't even think about signing up to serve if you have not received Christ as your Savior. It starts with being. Right? It starts with, with then, again, growing in your own faith, consuming the things of God and learning and, and, and being transformed by his spirit so that you are ready to serve with the right motivation and to shine his light, not our light. Lord God, we pray today, God, that you would truly abide in us. God, you would take over our life. God, fill us with your spirit. God, so that we truly can shine your light in this world. And God, we praise you, Lord, for saving us. God, for transforming us. God, for leading us in our life. And God, for giving us a reason to get up in the morning and to do everything that you call us to do with everything we have. God, we, we thank you that we have so many things to celebrate today. And God, I pray that we would go this week, Lord, as we just fulfill everything you have for us to do and shine your light and share your love in this world. God, we love you. We praise you. Guide us as we go this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.